behind every moment of adversity in your life, there is a blessing and a lesson. Every moment of adversity has those two things. Pain always leaves a gift. Always. It, it's not going to change for you. It's COVID for everybody. Say just you. Your world 42 ain't finna crumble because you got to change your career. You had to change your career. You just said it in the question. Maybe it was time for you to move on. Somebody sent me a plaque today that one day that said, uh, don't worry about the people that God has removed from your life. He saw things you didn't see. He heard conversations you couldn't hear. And he saw he made moves you wouldn't make. And that's it. So when COVID happens, people get, oh, this door closed. My business closed. My job closed. When, when a door gets shut, all you got to do is walk up the hall. It's modos. You, this is God. God is, he's everything, man. He got everything. You ain't got to... You ain't got to worry about because your company closed. This ain't the only company. Could it be that he's setting you up for an upward move? But now if you're going to stay there and cry, see, here go the problem with you. Okay, they close your company. You stand at the door. Open the door. Open the door. The company's closed. You got to open back up. Get some more investors. Open your company. Could it be that all he wants you to do is go, wow, it's been great. Been some years. Walk up the hall. Could it be that there's a different door that he wants you to go through that was better than the door that got shut in your face? It's really, you have to live your life in the expectation of wonderful things happening. God is a merciful God. He didn't bring you this far to leave you. He didn't set you up to fail. You're tripping. You're tripping, man. He only wants to progress his children. That's all he want to do. Even if you're wrong, he forgives us. Many people give up on the one yard line. See, life is not just that simple. It's not that cut and dry. And that's why most people never realize their personal greatness. Because they're casual about life. And when you're casual about life, you will end up a casualty. You can't get out of something, something that you're not willing to put into it. You have to put your everything, your mind, your energy, your effort, your discipline. Nothing is going to jump out the fire. If you don't throw something in there, it's not going to happen. It's a commitment. It's not a feeling. You do it because you're supposed to. Try your best to trust God. Trust God's timing. And when he is sending you bold signs and wonders, use those as confirmation. When God is trying to steer you in a particular direction, it's like little pieces of popcorn down a hallway. And at some point, you're going to get to that whole bucket. Love yourself. Make caring for you the highest priority in your life. Look out for what truly satisfies you. We're not taught to look out for ourselves. We're not taught to take care of ourselves, to become sensitive to our wants, our desires. So make a conscious effort. Make you number one priority. Your health is more important than your family and any and everybody. Because if you don't have your health, you can't serve anybody. Don't neglect yourself. Greatness takes tremendous focus. It takes decisions that you make. And you can't always have everybody approving of what you 
No, you're supposed to do. And the sooner you understand that, the sooner you'll do great in life. You cannot have the approval of everyone and be great. You're always going to live your life at the lowest common denominator of your friends if you don't watch it. When you receive the message, when you receive the confirmations that these people that are around you are sucking you dry. So how could you have any love left inside of your heart to take care of your kids or your family when you got these people around you that are sucking you dry? Ah, I got nothing left. I'm going down. I'm melting. I'm melting. Why are you living a life to impress them? Why are you placing value on what they think? Doing all these things to impress them. Why? I'll tell you something right now, man. You need to place value on the people who love you at your worst. Because those are the people who deserve to be there when you're at your best. If you don't heal from emotional wounds, you will bleed on people that have nothing to do with it. How many people are living wounded over how they were raised? A friend that walked away? Instead of letting it go, they replay it in their mind. They wonder why they don't have good relationships. It's because they haven't healed. They're living out of a wounded place. Isn't it amazing how one bad relationship can ruin all of your other relationships? For really being honest tonight, most of the pain in our life, it comes from relationship pain. Some of the hardest things for us to get over, they're attached to people. Despise not the day of small beginnings. And so many people say, when I get a big break, when a big door opens, when somebody notices me. But that is not the key to success. The key to success is to start where you are. Right where you are. Not when things get better, but start where you are. The only thing worse than one who is inconsistent in applying their self-imposed disciplines is one who has never considered the need or the value of discipline at all. Changing loyalties and shifting frequently from one commitment to another. Leaving behind a trail of broken friendships and unfulfilled promises. All because of a discipline that was either non-existent or imposed so infrequently that it was ineffective. Most of us worried about suffering we're afraid of it. it when we're suffering and sacrificing we wonder whether it's worth it we wonder whether sacrifice or setbacks or suffering is a sign it's not our real dream see at the gym you never think oh i'm going through some pain and discomfort this must be a sign i shouldn't be at the gym you'd never think that you have to break it down suffer and sacrifice for it to grow when you need motivation yourself don't look for someone to scream and yell don't look for someone else to give you motivation Look at yourself and remind yourself why you are doing what you are doing. This temporary pain, this fight, this is what will make you stronger. That's the key word. Discipline. Self-discipline. Consistent self-discipline. It doesn't really matter how smart you are or how much you know if you don't use it. Better than knowledge is applied knowledge. And once we've applied our knowledge, we must study the results of that process. Get the clutter out. Start letting some of this junk go to make some room for something else. Do that with people. There's some people who's cluttering up your life. 
They're just holding and occupying a space that somebody useful, positive, could be holding that space. You don't even have time to look to see what else is out there because you all have all of these people surrounding you that's not in enabling you to grow. I mean, tonight, you've experienced someone failing you. Maybe your mom was never there. Maybe it was a boyfriend who promised you the world but took off. Before you know it, what happens is these failures are holding us back from getting into our future. And these bad relationships are blinding us from all of the good potential relationships. Living in mourning is going to keep the new doors from opening. You have to heal so you can see the new relationships, the new opportunities. And the quicker you let things go, the easier it is. Your time is valuable. That's a distraction trying to get you off course. This is a verse you must remember all your life. It says, man's days are determined. That means you don't decide how long you live. Your life is on a timer. Extreme environments will turn you into a different creature. Extreme environments will make you move differently. It can happen in the midst of a dark depression. Even in the middle of a gut-wrenching heartbreak, in the midst of unimaginable loss, it can happen. My question to you is, what's about to change inside of you that's going to make people think you can defy gravity? It takes discipline to plan. It takes discipline to execute our plan. And it takes discipline to change either our plan or our method of executing that plan if the results are poor. It takes discipline to ponder the value of someone else's opinion when our pride and our arrogance leads us to believe that we are the only ones with the answers. What are your expectations? What do you expect to get from life? What do you expect to get from your relationships? What is your ideal day? What is it that you expect from this journey that you're involved in? People that have a strong sense of self-approval, they have high expectations for themselves and from others. I must be great. I'm pretty. I must be great. I have this validation that comes from stuff is never God. I'm really rubbing the grain. Y'all with me? Are you still with me? You can't wear a watch until who made it. You step on the runway. What are you wearing? You got everybody's name on you but your own. So no one is better or less when it comes to time and change. You become what you are by how you use your 24. You have no idea how strong you are. You're not in this thing life by yourself. But one of the things that I know about this thing called life, recognize what had happened, the role that I played in it, I had to keep it moving. Gotta keep it moving. Each of us must live off the fruit of his thoughts in the future. Because what you think today and tomorrow, next month and next year, will mold your life and determine your future. You're guided by your mind. You have built-in greatness. You have built-in power to handle whatever life throws at you. And life is going to be throwing a lot of stuff. Nobody's going to be spared. That's why Victor Frankl called it unavoidable suffering. But suffering is a choice because you can suffer or you can choose to do whatever you need to do, overcome whatever you are stuck in right now. 
Never underestimate the power of influence and associations. And never underestimate the power of your own consistent self-discipline. Sleep late, show up late. Waiting is always easier than acting. Imagine what life would be like if we didn't have to make our bed in the morning. Wouldn't it be fascinating if we didn't have to do these things? What do you suppose would become of us? You're right, not much. One of the great distractions of chasing our dreams is this thing that goes off in our head as we're negotiating the price we're paying. Is it getting too high? Is it too much? And you'll have people in your ear, it's too big a sacrifice. You're going through too much. It distracts all your focus. You can't be executing and negotiating simultaneously. So negotiate it now. Negotiate it with me now. What are you willing to pay? For me, when I'm after something big, as long as it's legal, ethical, and moral, I'll sacrifice everything else. Greatness is not income. On the other hand, poverty is equated to greatness in a lot of people that that if they have nothing they must be great and neither one is true you're not great because you're poor you're not great because you're rich your greatness is not based upon your income as ye sow so shall ye reap it's the realization that your limitations are self-imposed and that the opportunities for you today are enormous beyond belief to use all your courage to force yourself to think positively on your own problem. To let your marvelous mind think about your goal from all possible angles. There's some stuff you need to clean out and clear out in your life. Some activities, some relationships, some things, some events, some wrong thoughts, some misconceptions. Mental, physical, emotional, spiritual rubble in your life that you need to clear out. What's the rubble in your life? It's the stuff that keeps tripping you up.